Hi, you're listening to Cool Chats, the Cool Choir podcast, profiling the personal lives of our members across Calgary, Western Canada. You can find more information on Cool Choir by visiting coolchoir.com or at our public Facebook page by searching Cool Choir. Thanks for listening. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 5 of Cool Chats here at the Cool Quiet Podcast Central where we are this week. Well, I say we are this week. I'm not in my usual location, I have to say. Um I I actually had to remind myself had to use to use my podcasting equipment this week. Um I have actually managed to venture out on a little field trip and and I'm here with the lovely Christina Millis from our Hillhurst Sunnyside location. We are recording in person our podcast this week, socially distanced of course, and it's a great pleasure to welcome Christina to the podcast. Hello. Hi Jamie. How are you today? I'm well and you're we have a lovely view as we sit here socially distanced outside the uh, looking out the window here it's a lovely sunny day on june 4th june it's the month of june is busting out all over as we found out this week at rehearsal yes <laughs> and uh yeah i thought it would be fun to learn a little bit about uh, yourself and you know a little bit about yourself and how you came to join the choir and uh, I know that you have some interesting uh, stories to share about yourself today. I have lots to share. So you actually joined Cool Choir I believe uh, in 2018 when we ha- we were getting involved with the, the rock band at the Jubilee Auditorium is that right? Uh, in January 2018 I believe it was. Wow. And I remember, I have a very fond memory of meeting you on the first evening and I know you had a great time and then we had a chat at the end. And <laughs> and I remember giving you some information and I my memory, first memory of you is that, you know, you, you, you said to me, you know, I, I can't remember exactly quote for quote, but it was along the lines of you said, you said, um, you know, um, I can't always retain some of the information that's being given to me because I had a brain injury um some some time ago is that right yeah um I have had um a lot of health issues um meningitis more times than I can count on my fingers um and a lot of brain surgery that have caused my uh brain injury so I can't remember things as easily as I could before my illness. How does that manifest then when you're learning songs for the choir? Do you find learning music, the fact there's music associated with those lyrics and words, does that help you in some shape or form? Does it make it easier? Yeah, it does actually too. And I find that um, the downloads you release is very, very helpful for me too. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. You don't use the sheet music. I use the sheet music, not the lyrics. Oh, you do use the sheet music. I use the sheet music. So At first, I used the lyrics when I first started, but then I find sheet music a lot easier to follow with right now. Yeah. And thank you for, you know, getting my side there on the sheet music, because I'm often <laughs> saying at rehearsal, aren't I? Have a go at the sheet music. Some people are very... They're very um, intimidated by black blobs on a piece of paper. I don't know why. Um, Yeah, I was at first. And I think someone talked me into trying the sheet music and I haven't turned back, so... Well, that's good. I think at some point I've decided maybe maybe in September we just just as a bit of a a musical experiment I might not release the lyrics to one of our songs and just say to people, right, 
everybody has to use the sheet music and then watch people's panic <laughs> on their faces i don't I agree. know I so agree. which part of the city do you do you live in uh north haven northwest yeah. you're very close to uh the park um Nosehill no park here as well too which is nice it's a beautiful neighborhood i've driven through here today to get here in fact everywhere looks so nice at the moment in calgary with the the green grass everywhere yeah, which is wonderful green. And who do you live with at home? Um, my husband and my two children, 21 and 18. Wow. Emma and Ethan, yeah. Um, tell us about Emma and Ethan. Um, Emma is 21 and she's in VCAD, which is an art academy. Um, she's doing interior design, um, currently doing it at home through Zoom. And Ethan is in grade 12, and he is doing it through Zoom as well. So, And he just had his, Ethan had an, his 18th he just turned 18 birthday last week, I believe. Last, on Saturday, yeah. I know you planned something quite special for that. What, tell us about that. Yeah, I planned a huge surprise party for him, which went really, really well. I hired a um, dance shout productions who pulled up to my house and... Um, did 30 minutes of like DJing for us and played all his favorite music. It's amazing what's going on at the moment, isn't it? I mean, I, somebody shared a video on Facebook this week, a friend who's, uh, I, there was a company, they, they, they have full on drag in the streets outside your house you can pay for. <laughs> I almost ordered that actually, <laughs> but they're quite expensive. I think $260 for one drag to, to show up. The price you pay for a couple of queens these days, it's not good. I mean, it's a, I love the idea and I kind of wish I had done it. I don't think he would have been too happy with me. No, I don't <laughs> think so either. Would have been would have been fun. So so you had a DJ sort of pull up in the street and they, they played loud music and you said it wasn't the kind of music that you particularly enjoyed. No, what was like it? Heavy metal and a lot of Metallica and I don't know who who they are. I've never heard of them. So you've now fallen out with all the neighbors since then? Probably, especially my, my next door neighbor, yeah. What kind of music do you personally like? Um, everything minus country. That's unfortunate, living in Calgary. I know. It's growing on me slowly, actually. I, I was a bit like you, but I'm, I'm finding if I can, you know, listen to some of the more modern rock country, pop country, I can, I can go with it a bit more. Well, I used to like country, you know, when I was a teenager, listening to like Dina Carter and Garth Brooks and until I moved to Alberta. That's ironic, isn't it? I know. I got into uh, High Valley. I think they were called High Valley. I don't know if you heard of High Valley, but they have quite a good album I have in my car. And it's country? called Dear Life. It is country, but it's okay. like rock pop country. It's, uh, it's called Dear Life. And the songs are very... They're just very uplifting. They're great driving songs. Just drive down. I'm sounding like a real country person now. To drive down the open road. Well, I might have to look into that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I like never. your uh, your um, bless the broken road. I think Rascal Flats. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But it's Jamified, so <laughs> Jamified. <laughs> That'll be written on my gravestone. His music was Jamified. <laughs> now you've got an additional family member that you haven't mentioned living with you here at home. Oh yes, um, my uh, what do you call him? A Netherland dwarf cross, and I'm not sure what he's crossed with, but his name's Pease. He's white with gorgeous blue eyes. Is he Bambino Rabbit? 
I'm not sure what a Bambino oh. rabbit is. <laughs> we didn't plan this very well, did we? <laughs> a Bambino. So a Bambino uh, is a white rabbit, basically. A, usually a white rabbit with uh, pink eyes. Oh. They're, called, they're known as Bambino rabbits. I'm pretty sure he's looking at me from the corner of the room here. And I'm pretty sure he's a Bambino. I'm pretty sure. With blue eyes. Oh, is it blue? I thought they he's were He's got red. blue eyes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, maybe he's not a Bambino then. Yeah. And you know, you can... You can um, there are Bambino human beings as well. Oh. Yeah, and they're all like they're they're very just very very pale. So like albino, you're talking about? Oh, is it? Oh, maybe it's to do with our pronunciation. Is do you say albino? Albino. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> lost in translation once again. <laughs> Next week, when we do share your culture theme at Cool Choir, <laughs> I have to remember this. <laughs> ah, okay, albino. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, an albino. So, is he an albino? I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. Maybe I'm wrong. But he's very, very cute. And when I came in here today, he, he got out the snacks and he just ran like it was like Jamie to shortbread. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like catnip to a rabbit, but it's little treats. <laughs> And I love the fact that your little rabbit runs around the house freely. I yeah. think that's really cute as well. He's pretty good. He doesn't poop everywhere. Well, every now and then there's a little nugget, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hear them up before people have come. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what good, I stepped though. in on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really. That was a joke. <laughs> was water. Uh, oh, it was water. Yeah. wasn't rabbit pee. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, I'm sure as long as it smells better than Trixie's cat pee, I'll be quite happy. Well, if it's <laughs> rabbit pee smells worse than cat pee. Answers I on a postcard. You, that. you let us know. You think rabbit pee smells worse than cat pee or cat pee smells worse. This, this podcast is deviating terribly. <laughs> Let's talk about your illustrious past because yeah. you do have quite an illustrious past. Yeah. And I know recently you were letting me know about something that you did do in your past, which is quite incredible. Yeah, I um, used to be a competitive figure skater. Um, I started when I was about 13 years old and continued until I moved to Alberta in 98. I did competitive figure skating and um, precision line skating. Precision line skating? Ice dancing. But in a big line, kind of like um, the Rockettes type thing, but on skates. So is it, I'm showing my ignorance here, is it almost the equivalent of synchronized swimming, but on ice? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a good way to describe it? It is. That's what I'm imagining it. So yeah. you're all in a line. Yeah. And then all your legs are sort of moving at the same time. and Yeah, we dance. Like wow. Our arms move as well. And how old were you when you did that? I started when I was 13. Wow. Yeah. And then I went on and got my um, figure skating coach um, certificate. So when you say com you're doing it competitively, so were you competing on like a local level or a national level or? Um, within your, what you did at school, I guess. Not through school. No. It was just... I had a private coach. And how did you get into that? Was just something that you always desired to do? I was pretty active Wow. when I was younger, yeah. Yeah. Really active sports. Um, I used to run track and field and do like cross country and stuff like that. And wow. 
Dancing jazz. You did quite a lot. It wasn't more than just the figure skating. Not just figure skating, yeah. yeah. So is there a, a sort of a particular point in time where you found it difficult to continue doing that was there something that happened in your life that that kind of made it difficult or was there a reason you gave that up or what happened um I just gave it up when I moved to Alberta nothing really stopped me I think if I had still been living in Ontario I would have continued doing it which is where your mum lives now in Ontario yeah though, isn't yeah she? my family my yeah. sister and my dad yeah which part of Ontario north 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 Ontario now, I hear horror stories about North Ontario. I hear that in North Ontario, there are these bugs that apparently absolutely lay into you. Horse flies, I Horse believe. flies. And they lay into you. Um, is that true? Yes. <laughs> yes, and it hurts. <laughs> so why, why do people live in a place like that? <laughs> yeah, horse flies and there's, what is it? Black flies and sand flies. I just can't even... The worst the mosquitoes. You wouldn't like it. No, no, no. I mean, I must admit, I I love everything. I don't regret a single thing about my decision to move to Canada. Apart from, it has to be said, the bugs. It's the only thing, the, the bugs. bugs. And I don't ever remember growing up in the United Kingdom and ever being bitten by a, a single mosquito in my life. We have these, you, you guys call them no We We actually call them gnats. no that's what they're called. That's what people call them here. No seams because you can't see them because <laughs> you can't see oh, them. Those, no, yeah. no, as in no seams. Yeah, but they're called. We call them gnats, really. Um, yeah. And on the subject of pee, we've been talking about cat pee and rabbit pee. <laughs> <laughs> we, I often say, if somebody makes me a bad cup of tea, I say, "God, that tastes like gnats pee." Oh. And they go, "What? Like gnats pee?" Yeah. I don't know how a, if a, a gnat can pee don't or not. Know how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I know we've, we've gone back on the subject of urine again. I don't know why. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you say so your mum lives in Ontario. What about your dad? Both Ontario. Yeah. yeah. It's about seven hours north of Toronto. When was the last time you went back to visit? 2015. Oh, OK. I took Greyhound three days on a bus. Ouch. Yes. I haven't travelled on the Greyhound since about 2001 when I did the the music trail. I did Memphis, New Orleans, um, what's the other place? Well, they the, do the, the deep South America where where Graceland's is. Well, that is in Memphis. Yeah, Graceland's. Oh, like Tennessee and. Yeah, I did, and yeah, I went to. Oh, and I went to. Um, the home of the sorry i've lost my thought now the the place the the nashville sorry nashville, nashville thank you that's the whole music triangle yeah, circle okay. it's like nashville memphis tennessee and did that on a greyhound and yeah. that was the first and last time i ever <laughs> travel on a greyhound times have changed a lot since then I, I remember sitting on that the bus on one of those particular legs of journeys and there was a there was a lady set at the back with a young young boy he must have only been about seven or eight years old and for some reason, this poor child, deluded child, was drawn to me. And his mother was quite happy just to let him come and sit in the spare seat next to me, a complete stranger on the bus. And I was just chatting away with this <laughs> seven or eight-year-old boy, and we were laughing, and I was playing this playing this game with your hands, a rock, uh, scissor, paper, stone, I remember all that. Oh, and, okay, yeah. rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, yeah, we call it scissor, paper, stone. But I, I don't know, anyway, that wouldn't happen now. You wouldn't... <laughs> Um, but I thought that was uh, interesting. But I remember those, oh my God, going through the night on a greyhound and you leave, you get on this greyhound at like eight o'clock at night and then you travel through the night and you haven't slept and then you arrive in some big city. I remember we arrived in New Orleans at 
sort of 7.30 in the morning and I was absolutely exhausted. All I could do was go and find the nearest cinema because I couldn't get into the accommodation until the afternoon. I found the nearest cinema and, you know, went to watch a movie but didn't, just needed to sleep. So that was my... <laughs> but anyway, so Perfect I didn't place about the to Greyhound. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't use that. I couldn't I couldn't travel Greyhound now. But um, yeah, so you went, you took the Greyhound to Ontario, three days. Yeah. And um, do you have any plans to go back at some point? Um, my sister's getting married in August next year, so... Will you take Greyhound again? Uh, Greyhound doesn't run anymore. Oh, no, it has closed. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm flying. <laughs> yeah, that's a... There's not much room on those seats. No. No. No, I was going to say, they're um, they're not they're not built for people of our, you know, um, what's the word? <laughs> I'm being very careful here. <laughs> of our calibre. <laughs> Shall yeah. I say calibre? <laughs> I speak for myself more than you, but... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so actually it's interesting we talk about your kind of competitive um uh about to say competitive skiing no (laughs) competitive (laughs) figure skating um and I know that do you think any of those when you did that that competitive um figure skating did that have any kind of impact on your health in later years and stuff because it's quite quite a strain on the body isn't it yeah no I don't think at all no no it was just really enjoyable like I think, yeah, no, I don't think it did. But you've had in recent years, and I don't know when some of those sort of health concerns started. You obviously mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that you, you had um, some kind of brain injury some, some time ago. So um, if you're comfortable, it would be interesting to learn a little bit about um, some of the health kind of concerns, issues that you've, you've uh, had over the last few years. Um. So it started like in 2004 when I started going blind. Um, I couldn't see anything. And so I was diagnosed with um, pseudotumor cerebri. It's kind of like having like a, a brain tumor without an actual brain tumor being present. And so we've, we tried like medication at first. Um, that didn't help. So then I had... Um, surgery on my eyes to like relieve the extra cerebral spinal fluid that was putting pressure on my optic nerve causing me to go blind um that didn't help either so then the next step was putting a shunt and so the shunts i had all got infected which caused the meningitis because you know um stuff was getting introduced into my my like my spine where the tubing was so I've had that and that didn't work and then probably had about 18 brain surgeries after that trying to get a a shunt to actually work which always meningitis and so the last surgery that I had was a stent so kind of like what they do for when someone has a heart attack they put like a a stent in the heart so I was the first patient in Calgary or Canada to actually have a stent put in their brain to help with it serious so he said I'm the guinea pig yeah wow and how long ago was that um 2006 a couple of years on yeah I mean certainly in the the time that I've known you um, in sort of of three years or so um, I feel like you've always 
I feel so sorry for you because I feel like you know you've always you seem to have had like one bad run of you know there's always seems to be something that you're fighting and is that accurate to say that or yeah pretty accurate yeah you know the what is it the joint issues in my feet could have been from an old injury he thinks but because I'm having problems in the other one he says that um it's most likely not from an old injury so we're just kind of just playing around right now and trying different medications yeah well i know that being part of the choir has brought some kind of you know distraction as it does for many people coming to the choir they come along they you know they forget sometimes they forget i mean i I know myself i've turned up to choir rehearsals feeling pretty awful at times in terms of colds and flu and different things that and often i've turned up with a blocked nose and you know within 10 minutes of starting to sing i think there's something about those vibrations to our body and my nose just clears and I, I will usually tell the whole room I say oh my god my like I, I would turn up here with a blocked nose and look look at me now <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just inhaling melodramatically into his microphone <laughs> Christine's looking at me like what <laughs> um so I do know that a lot of people and having spoke having spoken to you know, lots of members in the choir and they um, have often talked about when they come to a choir it is a chance to just a distract them a little bit from some of what they're going through yeah I know so many nights when I've been in a lot of pain I've been encouraged to go to choir and by the time I'm home it's like everything's gone I feel amazing and yeah I'm on a high although I have to say you you I nearly had a heart attack was it last year uh, the year last year or the year before we were at a choir rehearsal in Lincoln Park and you really were not well and we had to call an ambulance do you remember that yeah well i had to call i'd, I'd never called an ambulance before yeah I don't remember call well it was the first time i dialed 911 and not 999 but <laughs> 911 in my yeah. life and you know when they turned up and i thought oh my gosh you know that was a that was not a good night <laughs> no that was the first seizure i had since well, i'd say probably a good 5 years since my last seizure from then so they've sort of returned. Yeah. Are they, are they is it under control at the moment, would it you is. say? Or yeah. Well, that's good news, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I know that you've met many, many friends. You've made some really great friends in the choir and also in this particular local area where you live as well, not too far away anyway. Um, you've made some great friends as well, haven't you? Yeah, I have. You know, a lot of great friends. Wendy's a really good friend and Karen and, you know, I have a lot of new friends like before choir I would just keep to myself and I didn't really know too many people because coming to Alberta when I was only 18 and having kids at a young age I kind of grew up with my kids and that's about it so yeah I've made a lot of amazing friends and it's been amazing oh my gosh that's so heartwarming to hear and uh yeah, it's we all. I'm I'm lost for words. I'm a bit choked up from what you're saying. Sorry, I need to I need to focus here a little bit. I'm getting a bit um, emotional listening thing to this. But uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm just so so thrilled. And and I I feel like in the time that I've known you, you know, your confidence. I feel like you have become a more confident person as well, whether you realise or not. Yeah, it's helped a lot with my shyness. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah a lot more confidence. 
I'm not... I used to ask my husband to talk for me a lot, but now I'm, you know, speaking for myself. And you found your own voice in more ways than one then, <laughs> through, <laughs> yeah. both through the choir and then as a person as well. Yeah, yep, I think so. And I have to say, what I find uh, always very always makes me smile is on the occasions that you've been in hospital, you've you've worn your cool choir hoodie <laughs> in the bed and you always post a, a little selfie from the hospital bed with the cool choir hoodie. Yeah, it comes with me all the me time. <laughs> <laughs> I start off my day going into surgery with my cool choir hoodie and finish my stay in my cool choir hoodie. Amazing. It's comforting. <laughs> More than your husband. <laughs> we can all say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it has been uh, so much fun to talk with you today and we've had a bit of a laugh and, you know, you are quite the surprising person with some of the uh, information that we've learned about you today. I know people listening to this podcast will be coming up to you at rehearsals soon, as soon as rehearsals resume. Um, I'm sure they'd like to know more about it. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Cool Chats today. We look forward to welcoming you back soon for our next episode, profiling the lives of our beautiful cool choir community across Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Until then, sing loud and proud, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>